prophet Hosea. Thus says the Lord, Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, Take away all guilt, accept that which is good, and we will offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses. We will say no more, Our God, to the work of our hands. In you the orphan finds mercy. I will hear the, hear their, heal their disloyalty. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall strike root like the forest of Lebanon. His shoots shall spread out. His beauty shall be like the olive tree, and his fragrance like that of Lebanon. They shall again live beneath my shadow. They they shall flourish as a garden. They shall blossom like the vine. Their fragrance shall be like the wine of Lebanon. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. Your faithfulness comes from me. Those who are wise understand these things. Those who are discerning know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I am the Lord your God. Hear my voice. I am the Lord your God. Hear my voice. I hear a voice I had not known. I relieved your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called and I rescued you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, while I I admonish you. O Israel, if you would but listen to me. I am the Lord your God. Hear my voice. There shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Hear my voice. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would feed you with the finest of the wheat, and with honey from the rock I would satisfy you. I am the Lord your God. Hear my voice. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Repent, says the Lord, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Praise and honor to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory. 
One of the scribes came near and asked Jesus, which commandment is the first of all? Jesus answered, the first is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and besides him there is no other, and to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding, with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, this is much more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask him any question. The Gospel of the Lord. gospel passage that we've just heard is one that is repeated in several gospels, but it always seems to have a little bit of a twist depending on which gospel you're reading it in. And the twist is usually to be found around the spirit or attitude of the person who is asking Jesus the question. Jesus has been asked that question by assorted scribes and Pharisees who very obviously wanted to trick him by asking it. But today he seems to be being asked it by a thoughtful scribe, by someone who actually really wants to think about this and regards Jesus as having some kind of rabbinic authority, even though technically he wasn't a rabbi at all. I find it very fascinating that when Jesus gives the response that he does, the scribe appears to respond in wonder, as though this was an astounding revelation that to love your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength is in fact the chief commandment. Quite frankly, it always had been. That was not something that was really open to question. And yet he, he seems to be finding this a marvelous new revelation for him. And then comes the you shall love your neighbor as yourself, which comes from a different part of the Old Testament. But, of course, in its own way, it too sums up what is essential. Jesus puts the two things together side by side, and that appears to be the greatest marvel of all, as far as the scribe is concerned. And I really get a charge out of how he says, with wonder, to do that loving of God and of neighbor. That's much more important than all of the offerings and sacrifices that you can make. Yes, 
It always was more important. As various prophets said when, quoting God, they said, I am sick to death of your sacrifices and offerings. What I want is that you would have true worship, especially by the way that you practice justice and care for those who are in need. Well, whatever, at least the scribe has discovered it. And more important, he has humbly been willing to accept and to embrace that wisdom that comes from Jesus, who now responds to him, affirming him by saying, you are not far from the kingdom of God. You are on the way. Now, there is one other wonderful thing that occurs to me, though, and that is there could be another really, really wonderful reason why Jesus links the commandment to love God with your whole heart and to love your neighbor as yourself, as though they were two parts of one commandment. Maybe what he's doing when he does that is a subtle reminder that he himself, the very one uttering these words, brings together what God is all about and what humanity is all about. In his own person, he embodies what it means to actually believe that those two commandments sum up the whole law. He is the God who is to be worshipped with your whole heart and soul and all the rest. He is the neighbor whom you are to love as yourself because he has taken on human flesh. Praise God that in Jesus Christ, we have, right before our eyes, our whole motive for living the most awesome of the commandments. We are to see in him, our head, the God whom we worship. We are to see in him the head of the suffering body, the neighbor whom we are to love and serve. And this is why it's always a great thing for your spirituality that when you look on anyone else, somebody who is in need, someone whom you don't particularly care for, someone whom you're having trouble to forgive, whatever it is, that when you look on any other human being, especially one where there is any kind of edge or conflict in yourself, that you see in that person the face of Jesus. And there, in addition to loving your neighbor, you are worshiping the God who has chosen to dwell in the soul of that other human being. As we live through this very difficult time, bearing the cross alongside Jesus and recognizing that he is bearing all of our cross, let's not forget to gaze upon every other person and even to think of every other person, if that's all we can do right now, as being the Christ. Christ is there. Christ is to be loved and served in both his divinity and his humanity, suffering as it is. I just want to address those who have been faithfully watching, and perhaps in greater numbers, our daily masses. 
please be aware, and you can see this elsewhere on the home page of our website, that we are going to be recording the entirety of Sunday Mass. It will be available for you to view on demand in the usual place as early as 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. Also, and I'm sure I probably don't really have to tell you this, but just to be very sure, you do realize that our bishop has directed that all activities in the Church of any sort that involve public presence have ceased. So there will be no adoration of the exposed Blessed Sacrament or Stations of the Cross this evening uh, or on any of the remaining Fridays of Lent. The scheduled confession times are not going to be observed, but you are always welcome to contact the parish rectory and myself if there is any particular need that we can respond to to assist you more privately. Let us, God, continue to bless us and draw us close to one another, this wonderful God whom we love but who has first loved us in Jesus Christ. We hope that our podcasts have been inspiring. And now, our pastor, Father Martin, offers a few closing words. Lent is a time to deepen our faith through prayer, penitence, and charity. We pray that our readings and homilies help you to prepare to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at Easter. Just as we display ashes as a mark of our faith on Ash Wednesday, please share the readings and homilies with others by inviting them to our website where they can find them all day by day. What a great gift to present at the altar on Good Friday that you helped spread the good news of our salvation. And thank you for your prayers and support.